0: Hello my friend, welcome to today's podcast episode and today is a girl chat business edition. With girl chats, I just jump right in and we start talking about today's topic and because October 18th, (laughs) I had to think about that, wait, maybe it's the 19th, well, whatever, October is always kind of a reflective month for me. And it's because in October of 2010, I became an accidental entrepreneur. And you're maybe wondering, like, Joelle, how the heck can you become an accidental entrepreneur? But if that was October 2010, and today is October 2023, October 2023, that is 13 years. In business. So 13 years ago, I became an accidental entrepreneur, and I wanted to bring to you today on the podcast um, Thoughts of an Accidental Entrepreneur. So I'm going to be talking about a lot of different things because I think social media has glamorized entrepreneurship. I think there are a lot of entrepreneurs that glamorize what they do so then it seems appealing and then therefore people buy from them but they may not fully pull back the curtain because yes being an entrepreneur can be challenging it can be it can be wild it also can be really great and really really wonderful and I like talking about all of those things not just making it seem like it's this one sided I can work whenever I want I can do whatever I want I can work from the beach I can do this I can do that and I know I was also involved in the whole girl boss era you guys I had a license plate my North Dakota license plate on my car was girl boss G R L B O S S and I got those changed when I moved to Minnesota in 20, I think I changed it over in 2017, 2018. And actually, that's very pivotal because 2017, 2018 was huge for me emotionally. And even though it was like, wow, that's the same year I got rid of those Girlboss license plates, that was the same year I really got rid and got burned out of the girl boss grind and mentality. And so I want to share with you guys first how I got into entrepreneurship. Like I said, it was totally accidental. So I was 21 years old and I was in college studying dietetics. I was going to North Dakota State University studying dietetics. And my mentor reached out to me on Facebook and we had a genuine conversation. She really got to know me. She got to know that I've been always been passionate about health and fitness. She knew that I was familiar with some of the workout DVDs. And she invited me to the business opportunity. And she actually invited me to the business opportunity months before I actually signed up. Like I sat and thought about it for a while. And it was October of 2010 that I was sitting in my college house where I lived with four other girls and I was sitting in my little tiny bedroom and I went through the online application and I clicked submit. I did not even know what I was getting involved with. All I knew was she told me that I could prioritize my health and fitness I could help others and it would be a way to earn money because I was in college and I was also working in college. I worked at a daycare and I also was really bad with money. Like I was constantly going out to eat. If I got money in my account, I spent it. I actually got blocked from one of the local banks because I had negative overdrafts over and over and over. And so I thought, man, if this can really help me pay for groceries and stop going negative in my account, then cool. And I can do it on my own time because like I said, I was going to school already and I had a job at a daycare and I did not, I wasn't even a night owl when I was 21 years old, you guys. So I was like, I'm not going to be like a bartender or server because I can't stay up that late. So I signed up and I started plugging into team calls and trainings and doing what my mentor told me to do and network marketing back then was so different than what it became in like 2014 and very different than really what it is today because network marketing back then was based off relationships like I thought it was really important to explain to you guys how my mentor cared for our conversation in her presenting the business opportunity to me. Like, she got to know me. She was very personable. She wasn't posting on social media about this glamorous lifestyle that she lived. She genuinely got to know me. So when you know, like, and trust somebody, you essentially buy buy from them. And it was something that completely changed my life, but I did not know it was going to completely change my life. I did not know that. And... Um, That's how I became an accidental entrepreneur. I didn't know about network marketing or multi-level marketing. I mean, I also was invited to those home parties with my mom that I really kind of liked going to because my aunts and cousins would be there and oftentimes there was food and socialization, but I never thought I was going to be one of those girls. Now... Gosh, a lot has changed in 13 years because started off in network marketing and then after having kids, so I had my first in 2016 and I was on bed rest and had really tough postpartum experience, got pregnant with my second right away in 2017. He was born in 2018 and struggled a lot from 2016 to 2019 started to feel like I had my groove again and then we all got hit with 2020 right and I really was like the girl boss mentality the pressure the pace that I was once working prior to becoming a mom is not something I could duplicate and that was a lot of mindset work you guys if you followed me for that long you know in 2020 and 2021 I really went hard in investing in mindset and mindset mentors because I was struggling so much internally and I was comparing myself as the businesswoman that I was before kids to who I was after kids and a lot of my values changed a lot of my capacity, changed after I had kids. Yes, I was one of those moms that was like, when I become a mom, not much is going to change. When I become a mom, I'm not going to have a hard time doing this. When I become a mom, da, 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 da. And here's just a micro example of that. So prior to having kids with network marketing, I was on calls in the evening a lot. I was on calls during the day. I was talking with my leaders. I was helping them navigate instances and experiences. We do team calls in the evenings. We do leadership trainings in the evenings. And then I became a mom that had a silent reflux baby that cried all day long. And then I got pregnant again. And then I had a newborn and a baby. Like Bryce wasn't even two when Jace was born. And I could not even have my brain thinking in the evening. So then I was shaming myself for not hosting team calls in the evening. And I was shaming myself for not doing the things that I did before I had kids After I had kids instead of just realigning reassessing and doing what worked in the moment and I think I was really trying like I was really trying but something internally was shifting in me that yes I love health and fitness but I no longer wanted my body to be my business like it doesn't even have to be something that people explain when there's a shift that's so internal that like Nothing really pivotal went wrong, but it just doesn't feel right anymore. And so that really kind of brings me to 2020 and 2021, where I was like, you know, I still have this passion for what I do as now a body partner. But I want to have more eggs in my basket, you know, prior to having kids and prior to 2016 that was my only, that was my basket and all of the eggs in my basket. And I was wanting to diversify. And I was like, well, I can start teaching what I know about hormone health. And I tried things like group coaching and one-on-one coaching and creating courses. And I had the Living in Sync membership, which was running up until this year. And I was trying so hard to navigate building a new business online and while I had some success in that it wasn't enough to be very um, solid for financial provision for our family and being an online entrepreneur was the reason why I was able to live or work from home and provide the lifestyle that we do and so I was just trying and trying and trying and trying and trying so hard to make group coaching work and all of these different one-on-one and all of these different avenues work. And I'd have some interest and I appreciate those of you who have purchased any of those or participated in any of those or allowed me to mentor you in any of those realms and avenues. Gosh, I'm so grateful for you grateful for you beyond measure. Like you guys would send a ping to my heart every time I was able to provide a service to you or um, you invest in any of the things that I had created. Like genuinely, thank you. Thank you. And you know who you are. You really, really, really do. And it was a year ago where I was just like, I've had enough with this entrepreneurship. Like I am so tired of my income navigating my worth. I'm so tired of it being all dependent on me. I'm so tired of trying to make anything work. I'm try- tired of trying to hype myself up. And then if something flops, trying, like constantly trying to pick myself back up again. Like I was just at a different space and place. And so you guys have heard this story before. About a year ago, I went on a job interview for a marketing position at a local company. And I got really good vibes from it. I had a great time at the interview. I felt really, really excited. And really, there was just the back and forth and then coming to the conclusion of like, what they offered and what was going to be right for me and my family just didn't match. And While at that interview, I asked the question of what is a marketing strategy that you guys don't have in place now, but would like it to implement. And no joke, you guys, he said podcast. And I had had a podcast of my own for years and years and years. I then had it like a light bulb moment where I was like, this is a skill. And if a small town company is Thinking of starting something like this like it is a skill that is so in high need so let's play around with that and that leads into the end of last year where i threw it out there to just a very small amount of people like hey i want to maybe try to start podcast production i got three clients um, one i started working with in january One in December, we set up launching her podcast and she's been a client since. And the other one in December, we set up a rebrand and then launched with the new year. So really a lot of the conversations were happening October, November. We kind of got the balls rolling in December, January and I mean, haven't looked back since. So it's just been really kind of cool how it has played into it. And that's where I am now with, I have my, I still have my own thing with being a body partner. I have the Living in Sync podcast. I have the Patreon, and I also do podcast production, audio editing. So helping to support entrepreneurs that want to record, and literally, I do the rest. And then people are reaching out to me with various podcast launches, podcast, um, private podcast editing types of things, and. It's just been really, really cool. I also am in the works of creating a course on how I became a podcast editor and how it's such a, you guys, did you know that there are like 90,000 podcasts that are launched every month and podcast editors and the need for it are on the rise and on the rise and on the rise. And prior to last fall, I was listening to podcasts all the time. I didn't have much work to do when it came to my business. I wasn't feeling inspired and I was just listening to podcasts over and over and over again. And so it made sense for me to try it out. And that's, that's where I am now. It's so, it's grown by, it's just, it's been such a blessing. It has been just such a blessing, but I wanted to, Bring to you guys some of the lessons that I've learned by becoming an accidental entrepreneur. And I want to start with the first one, which is one that I wish I would have known before I even started on the entrepreneur journey. And also, I think anybody, even if you're not an entrepreneur, you could take this and really roll with it. But don't let your business or what you do for a living become your worth and identity for so long, especially in network marketing and especially in the culture of the network marketing company that I'm with is it really becomes like a part of your heart and soul. And for a long time, it was just like, oh, when things are going good, things are going good. And that made my worth and my identity and my confidence go up. But it faltered if things went down, it faltered if income went down or rank went down or if I lost somebody on my team or whatever. And I really wish I could go back in time and realign with and I do feel like I have a good grasp on it now where whether things go well in business or if things go up or down or sideways or backwards or forwards or whichever direction not wrapping my identity and worth in that that leads me to the second thing which is entrepreneurship is a roller coaster and it's filled with ups and downs I read the book the entrepreneurship roller coaster by Darren Hardy when I was building my business, I think the first time I read it was around 2014. And in reading it, I read it in a space, a place where things were only going up for my business because with network marketing, you start at zero. And so the first year I had a small profit and the next year I had a second small profit. It took me three and a half years of building my network marketing business for me to take it like quote unquote full time. But year over year from years Zero to years, man. Years seven, eight. I saw growth, like and exponential growth, like tripling income, doubling income, quadrupling. Like it was nuts. And so I, I read that book, the Entrepreneur Roller Coaster, Entrepreneurship Roller Coaster, when it was just like up, 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 and I didn't ever expect. Downs, And it's easy to read about troubling times when literally things have just been up, 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 right? But it's very normal to have dips and twists and turns and forwards and backwards and all different kinds of things happening when you are an entrepreneur. And I think in the coaching industry or what we see online is we're always seeing the forward progress glamorized. But everybody has some type of bend, twist, turn, forward, backward type of um, motion going on in their business. Third thing, and this is a tactical, tangible thing that will lead me into a rant, but open a dang business checking account, hire an accountant, get a CPA that will help you with bookkeeping and taxes, ASAP. The first couple years, you know, I had a friend help me with filing my taxes, and I was keeping track of my receipts via Manila envelopes, and he just looked at me, and he was like, "Joel, you've got to get a better system with this. You've got to get somebody who's going to be bookkeeping for you, somebody else who's really going to be helping you with taxes that knows about being a 1099 um, contractor, because with network marketing, you are an independent contractor with what I do for podcast production, also independent. So I just want to iterate to you guys. And I say this because so many people are like, they'll hire a mentor for thousands and thousands of dollars and then skimp on paying for services in their business or paying for skill in their businesses. So I really have this hindsight of over a decade in business and I can see within myself and with other people, when you are spending and hiring within the help that you need for actual business operations, yes, you'll have the money, the cash flow to provide for some of those gosh, don't be offended, but some of those warm, fuzzy mentors where they're just really kind of helping and being a supportive role for you in your business. And I see this sometimes even with podcast production where I will share with people my rates and what I charge and they'll kind of give me like, oh, you know, and I'm like, I provide a service and I take a lot off of your plate. Like, I know that I bring a lot of value. I'm going to make this easier for you. When I'm looking at hiring within business now, I see it from that lens of like, is this something that's going to free up more time for me? And they're that same entrepreneur who's like, oh, I don't know if I can afford your rates, will spend thousands of dollars on like somebody that they just think is really cool and awesome to get into their world and who know like when you when it it was very apparent when I started to verbally explain to my husband what some of my business investments and expenses were and you kind of I kind of got that look on his face of like what really I gave myself the check of like oh yeah right you know that does that really make sense and I don't want to say that from a place of putting down anybody who's in the mindset work or the warm, fuzzy industry of coaching like I'm referring to because that helped me immensely in 2020 and in 2021, right? Like that really helped me get out of my own way. But I want to say to the business entrepreneur, you want to be focused on bringing in revenue and then paying for the things business operate, like if you're going to claim yourself to be a business owner, but yet you're going to let go of your business accountant or your bookkeeper or your CPA, like that is a true business operating expense. And so that leads me into this fourth thing, which is paying attention to the right numbers and paying attention to the numbers that give you power and the, and the numbers of where you are looking at the metrics of like, this is what's going in, this is what's coming out, and keeping it neutral, kind of going back to that first thing. Don't let it be your worth or your identity. Just see the numbers as numbers and as information, and give yourself the time to reflect on, okay, this is what the numbers are, this is why, this is what, and take that emotion out of it. Take that emotion out of it. Fifth thing is, is Follow your path, use your blinders. Whatever cliche hits home with you is stop looking for other people to have the answer of how to make things work in your business. You're not missing everything. You have all that you need. You might be on chapter one. They may be on chapter 100. Just stay in your own lane. Stay unique to your gifts. Don't just do something because somebody else is making money doing that. And, you know, it seems like, that made the money really quickly, you know, that, gosh, this, like I said, I'm going to rant on all of these, but your values, this is another one. Your values need to be rock solid in your business. I'm going to say it again. Your values need to be rock solid in your business and then don't do anything that compromises those values. Because if you compromise your values just to have X, Y, Z, maybe that's like make more money or do this other thing, your audience, your people, your connect, your community is going to see through that BS and you lose trust with them. And if you lose trust with your audience and with your people and with the people you're trying to serve, you lose your income. And so I really, I'm all over the place here, but put your blinders on and stick with it and stay in alignment With your values. The next thing is make time to set the vision and make sure that what you're doing is effective and efficient because you don't have to be all over the place. I see this a lot and I try to check myself a lot on not spreading myself too thin. And some people get so caught up in the busy work of what they think they should be doing or how to do this, that, and the other thing, when really those things are not KPIs. They're not key income producing activities. They're not things that are going to bring in revenue. They're not things that are going to connect them more to their community. They're not going to be things that really move the needle forward. It's just busy work. And Quarterly, I have something in my Horatio planner that talks about, or it's just like a little diagram. And in one of the diagrams, it has you reflect on distractions. And yeah, I do it in a personal sense, but I also think in business. In business, what are my distractions? What are the things that I'm wasting my time on? Set sight on that vision. So think about that vision of where I wanna go and where I wanna grow. And make sure what I'm doing is effective and efficient because I don't have to be all over the place. And in fact, the people that I know that are trying to spread themselves thin, be in all the places, they're not reaching an in-depth audience. There is a very, very obvious reason, you guys, as to why when I am grow when this podcast, when I was like, I'm so sick of social media, I'm going to the podcast. I went all in on the podcast. Yes, there are a lot of different things and I even have access and I even have tools that could help me repurpose and put pieces of content from my podcast onto my social media, but that would be spreading me too thin. That would be keeping me all over the place. That would lead me to feeling potential burnout. No, I went in one place, the podcast. And if people aren't podcast people, then that's fine. Am I missing out on that audience? Maybe, but I chose to go in depth with a certain community, a certain type of person to bring my content to, and it has worked. It has worked because have you guys noticed that my my ads are gone? That's because Patreon has now out. It's a revenue income stream that out earned what placing those ads on my podcast were. Some of you guys got kind of annoyed with those ads being annoying and popping up in the middle of your show. Some of you guys don't care. But once again, this goes to show that I put my word, my action where my mouth is when I say pay attention to the right numbers because I paid attention to that number. I was like, oh, I'm going to run this ad for like a month, see how much it makes. And then I launched the Patreon and I was like, oh well, the Patreon surpassed what I'm making in those little, little sleazy marketing ads. So I'm going with just the Patreon. I'm turning the ads off. And I made that decision and that felt right for me. Would other people say, why not have both? Yeah, of course. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to have both or to have those ads. You've got to just Put your blinders on, follow your path, and see what feels right to you because you're not missing out on anything and you don't have to do what other people are doing, right? With my podcast production agency, you guys, I've invested and followed so many people that say, do X, Y, Z, do A, B, C to build a business, make sure you're doing this so then you bring in clients to your business. I've done none of that and I have a full roster of podcast production clients, And I've got a wait list and I've got people, you know, still reaching out with out to me with just like curiosity. I haven't done any of the things the people are saying I need to do. And I know it's because of the work that I've done that I've stayed and I've gotten connected even more to my faith and trusting and knowing God's got me on this. I'm not letting myself worry about the future when my brain wants to worry about the future and I make time for that vision and make sure that I'm being effective and efficient with where I'm showing up, how I'm showing up and how I'm spending my time and I really want to end on make sure you're having fun in your business and enjoy yourself. I started off my network marketing business and it was purely so fun. I didn't have expectation of it changing my life. I didn't have the big dream of hitting the million club member. That dream came later and I achieved it, right? I achieved massive success in my network marketing business. And I didn't start there. I started with just having fun, doing what I enjoyed. I set goals that at the time felt really crazy cool and awesome to hit. Like, making an extra $100 a week was a big, 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 big game changer for a college student that kept going negative in her bank account. And it's the times where I have put pressure and business has become an obligation when I've really just been like, why am I doing this? I want to throw in the towel. I believe that every entrepreneur I have ever talked to has had at some point the time where they have felt like throwing in the towel. And in those moments, we realign, we refocus, we do the things, a lot of what I talked about, putting blinders on, paying attention to the right numbers, making sure we're going back to the vision and being effective and efficient in what we're doing and then take away those things that are just stretching us too thin or the things that aren't working or the places or things that we're doing just because we think we should, we eliminate those and then we reach a new level and then something really starts clicking and really starts working again. And I want to end with just talking about entrepreneurship isn't for everyone and not everyone needs to be an entrepreneur. And right now with my podcast production business, I was talking to somebody about this is yes, it's a new avenue and new business, but really I've just created another job for myself. And that is the same thing that I did with network marketing. And sometimes, like right now, I get to that point and I say to myself, and I be honest with myself, okay, Joel, you basically just created a new job for yourself. How can you go from being the worker of the business and s- step into that leadership, that CEO, that entrepreneur role. Because right now, it's like I'm, I really essentially just created a lot of working hours for myself. And I have a lot less free time than I did a year ago, a lot less free time than I did two years ago, because both my kids were in daycare four days a week. And now, I'm thinking about, okay, you know, I've got more to do in my day, but I feel happier. I feel accomplished. I like seeing a lot of these things go from start to finish. And I'm looking at what are the elements and things of this that I enjoy that are my expertise and potentially eventually bringing on help and support for me so I can be more in that visionary leadership expertise higher level role and instead of just like in the weeds and in the sky in this business because yeah essentially sometimes with entrepreneurship I think I'm the only one that's ever said this is sometimes you become an entrepreneur and then you realize wow I just really created a demanding job for myself and the cool the good thing is is it genuinely is something that I enjoy but also I don't want to drain myself. I don't want to spread myself too thin. So I'm in a space of looking at the efficiency and effectiveness of how I'm spending my time. I hope this episode was interesting to you. It's a little bit different, but you know, with being a girl chat and it being my 13 year anniversary of becoming an a- accidental entrepreneur, I wanted to share with you my story and i think a lot of people right now are looking into different opportunities to make a side income i mean i get it the, the everything is just crazy with the economy and i want you to think about these things even if you're looking at others who are presenting opportunities online and take this with wisdom as you're beginning because man, I see a lot of influencers that are making a lot of money and the way I wish I could like shake them and be like, get a business account, hire a CPA accountant because even though you make X amount in your business, so that's one kind of behind the scenes thing is with what I do with my work and this really actually helped me detach from my worthiness and my identity in business was, Whether my business income fluctuates high-low, each month I pay myself a certain amount. So I have a business account and each month I pay myself a certain amount. And so whether the business gets more that month or less that month, I don't put it on a personal pressure or pedestal anymore because... That amount, that one amount is what I'm going to get paid, whether it's high or low. So, really awesome. That's great if the business makes more. And if it's down, then I just, you know, look at the numbers, take the emotion out of it, and pay attention to the efficiency, right? And there's so many people that I see right now that are like, oh my gosh, you know, I made X amount doing this much in this many days. And what you don't understand is as business owners, we are, we have to cover our own taxes. And when we had health insurance as self employed people in the year of like 2014 to 2017, 2016, 2017, like that alone took a lot of what I could take and put into my pocket as a personal business amount or not a personal business amount, but a personal amount to pay myself, it was insane. You know, like a lot of that stuff is just, what I'm saying is, is like, if somebody says, you know, I made X amount in this many days, that doesn't necessarily mean X amount slid into their wallet, their personal wallet that day, right? And you don't know how long have they been doing what they've been doing with no money coming in or how long have they been doing or what will come in the the future for them. As I hope for every online entrepreneur and especially the ones that I admire and I am celebrating and they are so amazing and so awesome, I want them to see that up and up and up and up trajectory, right? There's just so many things behind the scenes that I want you guys to know whether you decide to do something on the side or start your own business or whatnot. And the online business space is entirely and vastly different than a lot of like physical business spaces. So make sure that you're just getting sound advice from whoever it is you're seeking your mentorship from. And these are the things that I've learned. This is just my personal rant, my little chat about business in my 13 years of experience as an accidental entrepreneur. If you enjoyed this episode or if anything was actually insightful to you, send me a message on Instagram. I would love to hear from you guys. Um, We've had a handful of business-related style podcast episodes, and I really have just been doing um, what feels right for the living in sync podcast even if it is not all health and fitness and hormone related and i've been getting good feedback from you guys on the episodes and i really appreciate that and one of the best places you could leave positive feedback or an episode request or share your favorite episodes that you love to listen to is by leaving a rating and review on apple Podcasts. so thanks guys i will talk to you in the next one Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard or you want to share your favorite episode topics, please leave a rating and review. This helps the podcast growth and gives people an idea of what the podcast is all about. Something new and exciting that I wanted to share with you before we go is that we now have a Patreon page. This has replaced the Feminine Edge collective community in a cohesive place that is easier for me to manage and cheaper for you. If you are interested in our monthly classes, exclusive day in the life vlogs, Bible studies, community Q&A, and more, go to patreon.com forward slash living in sync and join for just $5 a month. Check out the show notes for any links or details of things referenced in today's episode. And I look forward to chatting with you in the next one.